0: Hey, J. Mark Accento here, broadcasting to you from the end of the world, here to say Happy Holidays. I can't believe it's the holiday season, and whether you celebrate by spending time with family, chilling out with some Chinese food, or throwing gifts upon the pyre of the generous God, just know that we at Tifu love each and every one of you. And in honor of that, I am pleased to announce that we will be at MAGFest this coming January in D.C. We won't be paneling, or they're a special guest, but it is one of our all-time favorite conventions to attend. We will be wearing official TFU shirts, taking selfies, and we'll plan a meetup with anyone and everyone who happens to be there. So be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see when and where we will host the meetup. Well, that's it from me, and I will catch you all after the
1: show. Previously on Tabletop for the End of the World.
2: In three months' time, we will be hosting a special event that our ancestors once called Burning Men. The
3: sky was on fire for months.
4: There are people who can fight back.
3: Believe in the strength of Hercules, and he may believe in the strength of How can you think about the game right now? And from now on, it's your job. remember other people's stories
1: there's nothing
0: we can do you have to actually let me be your best buddy there it is
1: if you help me out then i can help you out
2: My lovely, lovely listeners. I, Robin, am back once again with your daily wisdom. We at Poacher Black Corporations are Very excited to announce that it is the best time of year! That's right, the holiday season where we work diligently all month to purchase a wide assortment of goods and services from one of Potreblatt's many subsidiary companies. All for the sake of throwing them upon the pyre of the generous God. May our gifts be granted may we forever suffer his wrath. For what's the point of being kind without the threat of eternal damnation? This season, we ask that everyone take advantage of some of our holiday deals and remember what this season is for. Family. Because Potreblatt administration can take family away from you in an instant if you fail to pay tribute to the generous God. Little more,
4: right?
1: Almost got it. Hello. Is this? No, no, that's not it. Of course, if I just Kev, are you there?
4: No, no, that wasn't it at all. Just strokes. If I could only have some of my equipment back home, I could
1: just Kev. I can hear you. Focus up, Nyard.
4: What? Oh, Mitch, is that you? Sorry, I i just... how can I help you?
1: You sound busy there, man. Working on your suit?
4: Oh, uh, no. I was actually just trying to get this station system I found working.
1: A station system?
4: Yeah, I mean, well, Shamrock was talking about playing that man-spider game, and he said he'd give me access to his archives, and I found this in the bunker, so I thought maybe... please don't tell the guys.
1: It's alright, man, I get it. You do? I mean, yeah. Look, I've been out here for, well, ever, and I've spent years of fighting, like countless nights waiting for someone to sneak up on me in the middle of the night and club me in the head, hours hiding from drones, and Rubble, just you know, finding ways to strike back, just days upon days upon days, and and the thing is, if you don't find the thing that keeps you going, keeps you living, well, you run out of reasons to fight.
4: What happened to you?
1: Same as everyone else, you know, as Manny put it, I lost everything.
3: No, huh? someone say my name. Oh hey, buddy. Are you guys talking about me?
1: Oh, No. <laughs> No, that would Why would be we good, do good
3: for that? Poor taste. Look, I, I don't care. Kevin, I just wanted to say to you... Whoa, well, whoa, well,
0: no. Hey, hey. Good.
3: Good boy. It's okay.
0: Ow! Okay, home. Hey, sorry. Sorry I'm late. I just... Strogs. Uh, 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 what the what hell is going on? Just... Uh, nothing I can't handle. Just, it turns out my cat gets hungry. And when he gets hungry, he gets very hungry. Large and angry and potentially rideable. Uh, I'm not sure about that last part, but if he could be a mount, that would be freaking awesome. And that's neither here nor there. Uh, the point is, I had to make a run out to find some food for the little ooh, uh, ooh, uh, big guy uh, before he ate me. And I'm here, and I think he's settling down, and, uh, and what did I miss?
3: I'm not even going to justify that with a response. I just want to point out that I told you not to keep that dick
4: yeah so the game
1: the game last time on the game, uh, you guys all accepted a quest from Dabilica. She wants you to track down a powerful, intelligent undead called a white. uh, she says that she was taking care of this white as part of her duties, but uh then she got kind of frustrated by how hard it was to actually deal with. And then you guys popped in, and she left to deal with you. Uh, you've uh, do you remember the tenets of the little deal you made with her?
0: Um, she would give us some kind of mystical key
1: that would allow us to travel freely in the demi plane,
4: and we were supposed to capture it, not
1: kill it. Good, good. Uh, I believe you guys also said something about like, like prove your trustworthiness. Uh, so. Uh, she offered you a limited amount of protection. You're not sure what that means. It seems that as long as you're, like, working for her, you're, you're a little bit immune to some of the stuff that's going on here, even though you're not 100% sure what that is.
0: And you forgot the most important part. I'm sure I did. Oh, dear. She has to be our best buddy. Actually, she has yes. Twilight's, Twilight's best, best buddy. buddy. Yes, Which she is, is, which is a state of buddy. mind. Yeah, it's a state of mind, not just words. So,
1: yes. (laughs) I almost forgot about that.
3: Uh, Never forget. No, fair enough. Fun way to torture the devil.
1: (laughs) Okay, so, uh, Debilica knows about where she left the white, but she can't know for sure where it's gone since then. Uh, She has offered to lead you guys to the last known location and actually guide you through the maze to get there.
4: Now, by through the uh, maze, is that through the uh, walls, or is that through the maze?
3: Is there an actual uh, she, labyrinth?
1: <laughs> she has just said through the maze. Oh, dear. Uh, but she was kind of, like, generally motioning out to... We didn't talk about this in the last game, but she's kind of just generally motioning out, like, to the world. Um, so I believe when we absolutely left off, like, the last moment was you guys leaving the goblin, uh, the goblin camp. Nabilika leads you down a hallway. As you're walking, she begins to point out, like, Okay, everyone, uh, don't step there. Uh, We're going to walk around here. And she's leading you on this strange serpentine path down these hallways. And you realize what she's doing. You notice a few uh, very poorly set traps. Spike traps, collapsing floor. Uh, There's one part where the wall looks like if you step on the right rock, it'll, like... It'll like slam down or sideways. Some of these traps seem to be, seem to have been laid by goblins. Like some of it's like, uh, there's like some pointy sticks, you know, that swinging log thing with spikes on it. But she seems to be leading you through all of them. And she's, you know, she, her usual bored manner of like, all right, not here and there and not there and not here. She leads you through this, this, this scattering of weird stuff in hallways. Uh, the hallway sort of opens up into a rope bridge like a really a really unstable looking rope bridge and she just looks at it she's like it's fine come on and she just kind of floats over it
0: uh hold on Mm -mm. uh she can float i would like to roll to see if i can trust that this bridge will not murder us
1: okay um i think investigation okay
0: investigation um uh, ah, and that was the one of the skills I didn't choose for my boost, but that's fine. If you have to use the boost to get through. Okay, I got a nine for investigation.
1: Um, you don't know too much about the construction of rope bridges. Uh, you can't really tell. Like it's swinging, but like, is it like weak on some points? You're not really sure. It, what is what does the condition of rope look like? You've never really known. Um. Okay. So uh, yeah.
0: Twilight, uh, stands, like, still, and goes, uh, Debilica! Yes, dear? And I reach my hand out so she can hold my hand and help me across the bridge.
1: Oh my god, you're serious, aren't you?
0: I, I, I nod vigorously.
1: <sighs> and, uh, she, she takes your hand, but there's, like, nothing to actually grab. So she just kind of, like, leans her hand out for you to take. Yeah,
0: it's about the emotions. I take her hand. <laughs> and, and, and I look at her and I go, do you feel that? Do, I, do you
1: feel that? L- I literally do not.
0: And I lean in close and I go, that's best buddy love.
1: And then I start walking. and she Yeah, she's, you start walking and she's floating right along next to you and she goes, you know, uh, best buddy, I did promise you that you would be protected uh, on the journey to... Uh, our next location. Uh, I, I'm, I'm honestly a, a little hurt. You don't trust me.
0: Are you talking about you holding my
1: hand? No, I just wanted to do that.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah, I, um, I never had, uh, a parental figure, I guess. And, uh, I heard that for the other little tieflings, uh, their parents would hold their hands when they crossed the street. So I thought, you know, crossing a bridge, eh, it's the same difference, really.
1: Oh, okay. So am I... am I your mother in this scenario?
3: or Torn just shouts out, ENOUGH! My strength and faith will guide me through any treachery. And he just closes his eyes and strolls across.
1: Uh, yeah, okay. It creaks underneath your weight, but it holds. Uh,
4: Vert just shrugs and follows suit.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's totally fine. It's a... Perfectly functional bridge, Dabilica's word seems good, at least as far as rope bridges and uh, trapped hallways go.
0: I feel like Vert's the safest person after Dabilica because of his weight
1: class. Right, he weighs the the least. Well,
3: it's less not trusting Dabilica and more not trusting the DM. (laughs) She says, you know,
1: us devils are bound by law. If we promised you something, we have to keep it. So you're perfectly safe.
3: Blah, blah, blah.
4: But how do we trust that?
1: She shrugs at you.
4: Yeah, that, that's kind of what I was thinking.
1: Well, we could test it.
4: There's there's no way I'm going to trust her. She's here to kill us.
1: Uh, Tevilica? Yeah, yes? Best buddy? So you're bound by law? Magical laws, yes. And you promised you would keep us safe on this journey? I can't keep you entirely safe. I simply don't have the authority. But uh you are protected from uh other devils that may uh come to kill you. I at least as far as I can prevent them from doing so.
0: Can you promise me right now to keep me safe cuz we need to test this.
1: If I jump off this bridge. No. No, sweetie. No. You see, I told you I can protect you from other devils i cannot protect you from your own bad choices I, that would really be against the whole spirit of uh what's going on here
0: okay well next time we see a devil uh, i
1: guess we'll find that out see and then you'll learn that maybe we really can be and she gets up close to you like cheek to cheek best buddies yes you deflate very good <laughs> um you cross the rope bridge it was fine uh she starts leading you through more dark hallways uh more gloomy than dark uh but it seems to be getting darker as you go um she pushes through uh, another illusory wall it just kind of wavers away you go into a you know a few more hallways steps around a few more traps all told this lasts about uh maybe a few hours Maybe maybe two, three hours of hiking. What do these hallways look like, I guess? Like,
0: or is it all kind of like this debilitated castle? Are there nicer rooms? Does it look like... No, they're all...
1: It's it's dark, so it's hard to tell, but it is very, uh, very rough. Um, like, where there were candles and torches, like where there were rows and rows of candles and torches, there now might be one or two. Uh, parts of the ceiling are collapsed, and there's, like, just darkness behind it uh the the floor looks like there was an earthquake uh at some point, and like the tiles don't match up. You have to carefully watch your your footing all the time could um, we
0: Could we talk to each other during this travel
1: yeah i mean it's it's lasting hours it takes like all told it's like been about an hour or two since you started
3: out.
4: Does anyone actually know anything about a white
3: they are undead creatures.
1: Uh, it's a beautiful color, uh, sometimes used in design and decor. Uh, yep. Hmm. I'm trying to think what ability
3: would be best to be like. Do you have knowledge of a white
4: history? Um, I
3: mean, I could sense if a white was nearby with divine sense. But you could. I don't
4: know if it would be religion could. or arcana.
3: Or history. That's what I'm thinking. Like, unless it's a map, geography, or terrain, my Wanderer does not help.
1: Well, I mean, it's... You can choose uh, which ability you'd want to roll, but it's you're only going to get the knowledge related to that ability. So, for example, if you roll religion, mm. you would know uh, if there are stories about whites in your religion. Being a paladin, I probably should have
3: chosen religion. religion. You know a lot
1: of them do. Um. Anyway... Uh yeah, you like history. You would know stories about whites throughout history. Maybe if you roll high enough. Mm. Um, but uh, and for Arcana, you would know about sort of the magic behind them. So what do you think?
4: Uh, I Vert would actually go with Arcana uh, first. Um,
1: All right, just... uh, give me a roll. Let's see if uh, let's see if Vert has has knowledge of
3: this. Wow, we are just three ignorant bastards. <laughs> it's entirely possible
4: we may end up as that unfortunately uh yeah that was an 11 for verts arcana check
1: okay uh you know that whites are not of themselves particularly powerful but they are very tricky to make uh so uh an especially powerful undead entity uh, or necromancer would have to make them um uh, you know that they are most typically um like Low-ranking officers in undead armies. Uh, because of their intelligence, they have a they have an a, an effect on other zombies. Like they have a a control mechanism for other zombies.
4: Okay.
2: Do
1: you, do you tell us this? No. Yeah. Vert Vert can tell you that Vert knows this. Mm.
4: Well, so far, the only thing I know is that they're intelligent, and somebody else had to make it but I unfortunately don't know how to contain or kill one of them.
0: I only know how to make brown or yellow.
4: Less helpful,
1: but um, still important.
3: With the strength of Hercules, I could probably slay it. Unfortunately, that is not our mission. And he stares at Dabilica.
1: And she says, yes. Thank you for remembering, large lizard person. Why can't we kill it? I need it alive. Well, you know, alive, and she does big air quotes. Because every time you kill it, it can jump to a new body. Oh, yeah.
4: So, what you're really saying is, we've got you at a disadvantage.
1: I. Uh, sure. As though I. I don't necessarily like to admit something like that. But is sure. This, I read this once,
0: guys. Uh, I have a book for, in our archives um about like different beasts that existed hundreds of years ago might still exist today honestly we we live in a weird place is this a wendigo do you guys know what a wendigo is
3: uh somewhat but no i wendigo aren't technically undead
4: have unfortunately not gotten that far into the archives
0: Yeah, so, like, Wendigos are these creatures that, like, feed on human flesh, I guess. But they're also made, like, when one Wendigo dies, the spirit of a Wendigo goes into another human that has consumed the flesh of a person, I guess. It's like they're from the mountains and, like, Old America and the North. Um, I don't know. I just, it sounds like a Wendigo. It's probably not. But
1: Don't Wendigos have to be cannibals? I mean, this is sort of more of a zombie thing.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I was just thinking, because, like, it can jump bodies, so I wasn't sure if that was relevant at
1: all. Um, Didn't know they could do that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, As you're talking about this, you guys, uh, the hallway you're in abruptly ends. This dark, gray square hallway abruptly ends uh, with a ladder, uh, once again. A ladder that is, uh, like before, going up into the ceiling. Uh, and it seems to be a solid ceiling, and Debilica just
3: zoops right in. Twilight, new combat buddy, you first, and he kind of gives him a pat on the back to shove forward. I'm your and I, I look at I look at uh, Torn, and I go,
0: I'm, I'm your combat buddy.
3: All right, enough of that, and then I actually shove him, <laughs> <laughs> and I go, all right, and I I uh,
0: I make sure my loot is secured to my back, and I make my way up the ladder.
1: Yep, and it's totally fine. The floor wavers just like when you touched Abilica. And you're in an equally dark square hallway, except there seems to be something in the gloom ahead of you, about 60 feet forward. I do have like dark sort of just vision. At, yeah, just at the edges of your dark vision, there's something there. Does it look ominous? Uh, Doesn't everything, if you don't know what it is? Well, can I roll my perception to see if I get a better look at it? Yeah, sure. Stroking dark vision. Yeah, Uh, Torin has not been having a good time in the dark, dark hallway.
4: Well, that's why we've been keeping him in the middle.
1: Perception
0: 19. I'm supposed to be at the front. (laughs) I got a. You're the one who shoved me in the front. I got a 23.
1: Okay. It's uh, it's a humanoid form. You can see it pretty well, actually. Um, You can make out the silhouette of a humanoid form. Um, You can't tell its color from here. But it looks very large, maybe slightly bigger than Torin. Even though it's sitting down, it's kind of like it's resting. It looks like against the wall, uh, maybe even napping.
0: Cool. So I uh, I look down the ladder and I go, "Hey, someone's here!" And then I look out towards the person far away and go, "Hi, I'm Twilight. Do you want to be friends?"
1: Oh, Hello? we are so dead. Hello. Yeah, you hear you hear a, a grunt, um, and the. The silhouette turns its head towards you. But it's not responding.
0: Hi! And I'm, I'm making my way towards it. Oh, Hi, my name... is Twilight. What's your name?
1: Do, uh, do you live you, here? As you close the distance, uh, you're about halfway to him now. It's about 30 feet away. Uh, you hear... You can start to see it. Start to make out this is a very large, muscular figure. Uh, it stands up. Uh, and it's almost too large for this hallway. Um, just barely on the cusp of having to duck its head. Torn wants to jump. Hold! Torn, I found s- your god! You hear the scraping of uh, metal on stone as it stands up, and you can tell now that it's been holding a weapon this whole time. This large uh, spear with a talon-shaped blade decorated with ornate gold that you can see shimmering uh, in the very faint light.
0: And I'm still making my way towards it, because I want to
1: be friends.
3: Torrin shouts for him to get back here. Get back here, you fool! Uh, Well, are you
1: like, did you go to the top of the ladder, and like, you're like, your head's popping out like, dude, come
3: on! No, but knowing the past, I'm assuming he's already running headfirst into trouble. (laughs) And at the top of the (laughs) ladder, I wish to cast Divine Sense. Okay, um... To detect any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet.
1: There is unquestionably a fiend in front of you. There you are getting like like, Oh god, like it's so obvious. That is a that is a fiend.
3: Now my like lizard eyes get whatever the equivalent of why it is, and I just shout for him to get the hell back here. Um
1: can you can
0: you NOT a
3: friendly, not a friendly
0: And I go, everyone's friendly if you give them a chance. Look at me in Dabilica! It will eat your your innards now. And I stop. Um, I stop at that, and I go, "What? It will uh, eat you.
1: It'll eat you. Oh, jeez. Okay. As you, uh, you you yell all of this, and now, uh, I, I'm guessing you didn't stop running.
0: Uh, when I heard him say it will eat you, because at that point I was about halfway towards it, I started slowing down. Like, at that point, I was like, oh, well, that's not fun.
1: You see that this figure is a gray-skinned giant of a creature with red streaks down his arm, face, and exposed torso. The streaks could be tattoos, or they could be natural patterns, it's hard to tell. His most distinguishing feature is a beard of dozens of writhing tentacles that reach down his chest. Each strand is only as wide as a finger, but tipped with a bright, almost pink color that matches his eyes and his weathered horns beside him is a heavy looking spear that i described earlier he stares you down and he's uh from 10 15 feet away he says damn it all right any of you injured i want to make this quick and get back to my break and Dabilica flies but like actually like phases through you to get between you and and this this creature. And she has her arms out, and says, stop. They're on assignment. And Peralis says, They usually are. And he cracks his neck and he picks up that massive spear and gets it into a combat position. And Dabilka says, No, listen, you idiot. They're protected. And Paralysis cocks his head and is like, It's part of a deal? She's like, of course. Goodness me, this is why you'll never make it out of collections. You must learn to plan ahead a little bit. Uh, he, Peralis, grunts as he lowers his spear. He uh, walks right up to Dabilica and just kind of, like, glares her down a little bit. He says, uh, can I know about this deal? She says, not right now, Peralis. Later. we'll talk later, okay? <laughs> okay. Come on, team. This is fine. She gives you a little, like, Come on!
3: Not being able to see and only still sensing that a fiend is in front of him, I shout, "Is tw- are you dead yet?"
0: Oh, okay. Uh, and I shout back, "No, it's cool. He's our buddy now." And I walk up to Polaris and I put my hand out and I go, "Hi, I'm Twilight. Um, I guess your name's
1: Polaris. P- Polaris, it's nice to meet you." Uh, what's your AC? Uh,
0: my AC is thirteen.
3: Uh, never a good sign. <laughs> it was
4: only one dice though.
1: It's only one dice, so you're fine, man. Don't worry about it. <laughs>
3: um So he strikes for fifty.
1: You said your AC's uh thirteen. Uh, 13? Yes. Uh you didn't see him move, but you feel the 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 cathunk of it striking against your armor. Uh one of his one of the tentacles on his beard has sort of like like tapped on you a little bit like right on your chest like in a in a don't touch me i'm threatening you don't touch me kind of way uh-huh um like sort of like sort of like the way someone might put their hand on top of someone's head to keep them at bay he's put <laughs> one of his one of his beard tentacles on your chest and he's glaring down at you
0: awesome and i uh i put my hand on his beard tentacle because i think that's how he greets people and I go, it's very nice to meet you. And I pat it gently.
1: Can you roll your constitution, please? Roll uh, a d20 plus your constitution modifier. Uh,
3: okay. Just won't be satisfied until he's injured in every game. <laughs> <laughs> it's 15, by the way.
1: You rolled a 15?
3: Yes.
0: No No bonuses.
1: Okay. Uh, it pricks your finger uh, as you pet it. You notice that this, the, the almost pink tips of his beard are barbed. And uh, you you've you've pricked your hand. You take two damage. Okay. Um, and your hand feels kind of tingly, uh-huh. but you feel like you can like shake it off. Okay. Because you didn't get you didn't get like a deep press. You just like 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 you were accidentally touching a cactus. You're. Like, oh.
0: Okay, and I and I go ooh, and I'm like
1: yeah. You feel you feel a little tingly. It actually goes all the way up to your like your shoulder. I like
0: go oh okay well uh nice to meet you and I, I like. I finally kind of get the hint, and I step back and I go, "I get it. Some friends don't like being touched, and that's okay."
1: <laughs> and uh, so Peralus doesn't even acknowledge you, um, and he looks at Dabilica, and he he's got like a jovial look on his face now. <laughs> Says, "Wow, well, this will be a short group so far. Uh, so far, so good, uh, but she's." Like she's lying, and you can tell.
3: Uh, Torin anyway, marches Peralta up said... to not really see because no dark vision, but stare where he believes to stare, to try and like just intimidate.
1: Uh, sure. Uh,
3: I have no yeah, idea ahead, of the situation. I just climbed up a ladder and know there's a monster here. Yeah, where the hell is Vert during all this?
4: Oh, tale? Vert, like, as, as soon as you said, Oh, hi, I'm going to go see him, new friend, he, like, ran up the ladder.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, uh, yeah, you're all up there. You all see this. Uh, yeah, you, you take an intimidating posture, Torin. Uh, but he. Kind of uh, trying to
3: position myself between, you know, the already taking damage before actual combat Twilight. <laughs> Uh, and this fiend. Uh, I, it's a feature. Is is he going to roll for that?
1: No.
0: Nah, no, nah, uh, not actually like, this guy,
3: casting intimidate. I'm just striking an intimidating posture and getting between any more potential damage.
1: Yeah, he's not actually trying to accomplish anything by intimidating him, so there's oh, okay, no reason okay. to roll for it. Like, he's just looking he's trying to. Yeah, it's not like, like paralysis will remember this later. Uh, but Paralis, uh. He just kind of chuckles. He's like, alright, well, if you're having an, Oh, that's not his voice. What the hell was you- that? It was so nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, man. Oh, whoa. Well. If you're, you're having me. any trouble with them, you can always just send them to me. And Nabiliki goes, yes, of course. I remember. Now, what will you give me so I don't tell the higher-ups that you're hanging out back here? And he, um, he he double-takes a little bit. and He goes... <sighs> I'll give you one Lemure when you make it back to headquarters. Just deal. And uh she goes, "Okay, guys, this is fine." And she starts floating off. Uh, and uh Paralis just sits back down uh with you know he's got his spear, you know, back down. He set it down. He's just sitting there. It looks like he's going to try to go back to his nap.
3: Torren just walks by, pounds one fist against his chest and keeps walking. <laughs>
1: What do you mean, pound a fist against his chest? His own chest.
3: My, my chest.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to be like, Mr. <laughs> Fistbump, bro. <laughs> uh, he he snorts a, a stifled laugh at you as though you would even dare to try to be funny.
4: Uh, Vert's passing by him and just sort of eyes him and says under his breath, Well, there's nothing saying that we're not going to tell the higher-ups. And then he just keeps
3: going. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh my god. He's lucky we oh, didn't okay. get in a fight. I just learned what radiant damage is.
1: <laughs> so I I know I said I, we weren't gonna do a thing where it's like <laughs> Paralysis will remember this later, but Vert, I think Paralysis is gonna remember you. Now. Oh yeah. Oh no. my god. Oh sweet <laughs> Christmas.
0: Or whatever you, uh, non-denominational yeah. holiday you celebrate. <laughs>
1: You hear him, uh, you hear Paralis sort of shift as you say that and as you walk on into the darkness. Yep. Uh, a, a couple more minutes of twists and turns that um, you'd honestly have to try really hard to remember. Uh, you finally emerge Excellent from the Excellent memory for
3: maps, geography, and
1: terrain. Oh yeah, Torrent's probably doing a decent job of this, except, you know, it's kind of dark. But, you know, we'll we'll handle that later. Um, oh, excuse me. The tunnels open up into a wide open space. The ceiling here is at least a hundred feet above you, and crisscrossed with rafters that are barely visible in the gloomy darkness. In front of you is a wall of plant life. They look like tall bushes, maintained and cut square. Dabilka just flies over the top of the bushes. It's about twelve feet up. and She says, it's just plants. Cut through them. Come on.
3: With a groan, Torin just takes out his sword and starts hacking.
1: Yeah, and that's fine. The bushes cut away pretty easily. Uh you cut a large enough swath for everyone to enter through, uh, and you uh you walk through it, and in front of you is another uh another wall of, of plant life, of bushes like this. And you can see that uh from your to your left and to your right is a long hallway of these bushes. And it seems that you have stepped into what is obviously a hedge maze, and you've made your own door.
3: Just gonna keep swinging, not even stop. Just keep walking forward swinging.
1: Velika says, very good, thank you. And, uh, you know, she keeps flying ahead of you, just, like, just far enough ahead that you can see her. And you just sort of cut through it for about, it takes about 15 minutes. And then the walls of the maze, uh, they cut through pretty easily. And you realize Dabilica is leading you to the center of the maze. Uh, as you start getting closer to the center, you see that there are clusters of berries uh, growing on these bushes now. And they seem to be getting... Uh, the clusters get denser as you get closer to the middle.
0: Um, Twilight says, oh, berries! And he runs towards them.
3: I want to grab Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> Twilight. Try to use my survival... And knowledge Twilight. to see if this is hold on, you grab you
0: grab Twilight by the back of his kimono and he goes
3: Yes.
1: <laughs> what? Oh you're not no more You're not that. choking. You're wearing a kimono, your collar's in your belly button.
0: No 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 no, by the back of his kimono, but like basically grabbing my throat, I'm assuming. I'm just guessing. He's a. b he's got a big hand and I'm a tiny tiefling.
1: Okay, like
3: it is just grabbing your throat at that point.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh Torrin, you said you were gonna uh, roll survival?
3: Yeah. So that'd be a D20 plus the modifier? That's the way. I'm learning. 18 plus 3, so... 21. Yeah. You got the good
1: roll. Mm-hmm. You know these are called uh, Never Ever Berries. Um, Never Ever don't eat them, am I right? They are they are technically edible, but uh, within a few hours, they will give you uncontrollable diarrhea.
3: Mm. Torrin... Tauren- struggles with whether to tell Twilight or not but realizes they may have to fight soon (laughs) so warns him just imagine a good long two minutes of him considering while not taking his hand off Twilight's neck and then just finally deciding okay, no, these, these are not food unless you consider the torrent of brown coming out of you pleasant Like, oh my god. Takes a good oh long <laughs> while for him to decide to tell you because it's not lethal. Oh my
0: god. Oh, I need to take a second. The Vert rolled a yeah. twenty
4: on his survival to to know what the berries were as soon as he saw what was going on and was like, What? <laughs> um is just waiting so Vert's in, to think. see what happens.
3: Like so, yeah, me and no. Bert just share a knowing look during that time of consideration.
0: <laughs> so wait, you you both know what it is, and you look at each other, and you both well, consider whether me, it's a good idea to tell Twilight or not.
3: Torn's
4: got you by the throat, basically, or you know, the back of the neck, and and
3: yeah,
4: Bert's like, I I I don't want to get involved with this
3: because <laughs> I could probably lift you by the head or other things.
1: We could debate that.
0: Like an overpowered anime character with blonde hair, you
3: lift me by the head. <laughs> All right. Um, so we'll, we'll anyway, keep that's, on that's... moving. need chopping through it. <laughs> Very good.
1: <laughs> yeah, you chop. You you leave the white berries alone. Uh, chopping through them, and uh, yeah, moving on. Uh, you chop through the final bush, and you've reached the center of the maze. Uh, the, you can tell it's the center because the wall in front of you is not bushes anymore. It's, uh, it's a structure of, of, like, wood and stone. Like, this is actual construction. It seems to be a, a circle, a circular pattern, but a large circle. Like, you can see where the horizons of it are, uh, but there's no, like, door or window here. And Dabilica just points to you is like this way, this way, and she leads you left. Uh, to the uh to the entrance of Balderdash. And you see there's like a there's like a sign made out of like interwoven twigs and sticks. It says Balderdash up over the uh, the entrance to this this clearing in the maze. Uh, standing in front of the door is an armed gentleman, uh He's wearing, uh, he's a human of average height, he's got like a small beard, uh, he's got decent looking, uh, armor, and a decent looking sword. And as you approach, you can see he's looking up at the rafters, uh, and he doesn't immediately notice you. Hi, I'm Twilight. What's your name? He's like startled, and he, he looks down and goes, uh, Halt! Uh, oh.
2: Hi, Hi, Halt. I'm Twilight. Oh.
1: No, my name's not Halt. My name's Phil. Who are you?
0: Hi! Um, I'm Twilight. I said, I don't know why no one ever remembers. I say, it's the first thing I say, and I, like, I mope and I walk away as I'm, like, ranting. It's like, I don't I don't get it. I say, hi, I'm Twilight. It's kind of a thing. and people. No, just... all of you. I meant all of you. Torrin puts said,
3: a fist to his own child. chest and s- makes a slight nod of the head. I am Torren, paladin of Hercules. Ooh, yeah, Phil loves
1: that. He gives you, like, a little bow in return. It's like, Master Paladin, good to have you, especially in these dark times.
4: I'm just Vert, looking for a way out.
1: Oh, I I didn't see you down there, friend Mm Vert. I get that. If if you are indeed friends...
4: Well, we're not enemies.
1: Well, I see you traveling with that... And in a manner similar to what we've seen out of Torin before, uh, Phil is looking very suspiciously at Twilight.
0: Twilight doesn't notice this. He's still grumbling in the background like, I don't,
1: what more do I have to do?
0: I say hi, I'm Twilight. I don't want to say hi, my name is Twilight. That's too many words. And I was always told greetings are short and they're succinct and they have meaning and I just don't get it.
3: Torin no, just chuckles know. and puts out a hand to Phil having now seen that he despises the devils just as much as him, and says, well met, to have an actual handshake now. He
1: uh, he hesitates and doesn't take your hand. He's like, you'll excuse me if I find I must be cautious. But Balderdash has only existed for so long because we're careful not to let any of the devils into our camp. Would you mind subjecting yourself to a quick examination so that we know we can
3: allow the
1: th- three... Of you in?
0: I just don't understand what's going on. Like, how much more... He puts
3: out his arms, hands wide open, flexing so unconsciously, thinking, saying, I have nothing to hide.
0: What do I have to do to just convince people that what be kind of
4: examination?
2: I do, and I just want the, um,
1: <laughs> Jesus.
2: I'm here to be your friend. And no one seems to be convinced. I don't know what I have to do to
0: make sense.
1: Okay, okay, Buddy? Buddy? Huh? Yeah, how you doing back there? Wait, I'm your buddy. Oh, hmm. And Dabilika's like chuckling at this because she understands what what importance word choice has right now with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Phil takes a lantern off of his off of his belt. It's a rather large lantern, uh, heavy looking, and he holds it up and he he cracks it just a little bit, in a cone of light uh, puts itself onto Torin, and. Phil says, uh mm, yes. I can tell. You are you're being honest with me. What business do you have in Balderdash?
0: Really? Wait, he's not gonna check the other two of us? Just just touring?
1: Everybody gets a check. Oh, okay.
3: Nothing to hide.
1: Yes, what are you doing here? What do you want with our town?
3: We come hunting whites. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean i uh,
3: uh, i
1: mean okay we could
3: i mean yeah i went there he's like,
1: i mean there's like
3: we have a high elf back here no 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 w-i-g-h-t-s
1: i i don't know what that is i'm sorry
3: undead we come hunting undead
1: oh goodness there are undead now and you you believe an undead could be here in boulder dash Maybe. Hmm. Alright. Master Paladin, uh a step behind me, please. And who's next?
4: Uh Vert steps forward. Well I guess I will.
1: Ah, wow, very good. And hmm, You're adorable. And he uh he shines this lantern on you, this lantern light on you, this little cone of light. It's all bright. He says, Mhm. Mhm. Uh Master Sorcerer What what business do you have in balderdash? Are you travelling with the paladin here.
4: Well, yeah basically the same thing we're looking for the undead to uh take care of it
1: Mm, yes but you seem you seem very interested in this white i feel excitement coming from you
4: well i've never dealt with an undead quite like this before it's a very interesting learning opportunity i'm always looking for new information huh
1: morbid well i suppose it's I suppose that's perfectly fine, though. Well, knowledge okay. is yes. okay. what people do with it is Yes, I, su- I suppose. Okay, yes. Uh,
2: yeah, okay, you're in,
1: uh, but don't bring the undead into Balderdash, please. We-, we like being alive oh,
4: here. Oh, we're trying to take it out.
1: Good. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. And, and if you know where it is, could you, could you tell me so we can man an offensive?
4: Well, the idea is to remove it so that you don't have to.
1: You you gonna do that for us?
4: Well, you know, we thought we we'd extend a helping hand to uh, I'm assuming
3: neighbors. It's more for us, but you benefit as well. That is lovely.
1: Yes, that w- that'd be amazing. The the lantern seems to indicate that you're telling me the truth. So, when you get into the city here, look for Mayor Bucket. He may be able to help you.
4: We shall indeed. Thanks, Phil.
1: You're quite welcome, Master Vert. Oh. And Sorry. then he turns his gaze onto Twilight. And Twilight's waving. Hi, new buddy. <laughs> step into the light, please.
0: And I, I, I obediently step into the light with my hands behind my back, very politely.
1: And Phil gives a hmm. And uh, as you as you feel this light hit you. Uh it just seems normal, just seems maybe a little warm. Uh and then there's like a tingly sensation. Uh starting right behind your ears and moving behind your eyes, and it starts to get more and more intense. Roll your arcana for me.
0: Okie dokie. Not great for twilight. Uh that's a one but not natural.
1: Okay. Um you you know this Tingling sensation is is magical in some way, uh, but you're not sure how uh, based on its location, you know It's affecting your mind and he looks at you and he says You are hiding something. What do you it's mean? bad enough that you already look like one of the devils But you are actually genuinely hiding something uh,
0: Like what? Oh, and I, I take Derek out and I go this is Derek
1: Yes, no, I saw Derek in the Lantern. Oh. But you, you have, you have a past.
0: Well, everyone has a past.
1: Yes, but I don't know if I want people with your past in my town.
0: Well, that's a little racist. Well, that makes sense why you get along with Torin.
1: Uh, hold on a second. I'm gonna, I'm gonna probe deeper into your mind with the Lantern. Whoa, hold.
0: Hmm. I don't, hmm. I... Okay, just buy me a meal afterwards, I guess,
1: okay, you're consenting to this. I am consenting okay the um the tingling sensation in your head is getting more intense, and now it's almost painful uh um, shall I roll? You don't have to roll for this uh, um you're not gonna take damage from this, okay, uh spoilers, but uh, he digs down and then he stops and he closes the lantern. And he says, "Can you tell me why you were imprisoned here?" I and the the tingling sensation goes away. He's closed the the lantern.
0: Um, and I I look at at uh, the guys and I go, "Well, I already told them. I'm, I think I was in prison because of a play I wrote, and I don't think, uh, Master Porta, whatever, was very pleased with it because it was meant to be a comedy, but people were upset. I guess I don't know because I didn't kill the actual people. Why? Why do you ask?"
1: He starts chuckling at you actually and uh he says you were you were imprisoned here because you wrote a play i think so <laughs>
0: i mean i can't think of any other reason why and Dabilica, uh my best buddy over there said that sometimes uh master Porta whatever is kind of a uh, petty so it makes sense
1: well the lantern here showed me some of your past memories and Ugh, I thought I was gonna be dealing with another another problem, child, on our hands. Ugh. you see
0: and and really, we're... really, really quickly, um, yeah, he's directly in front of me, right? Yeah, uh, I would like to cast thaumaturgy, Uh, which works a little bit like Prestidigitation, but there are some minor differences. Uh, I want to change my eye colors to, from gold to black. Um, okay, yeah, you and, do that. And I, the way it happens is it's not a quick change, it's almost like liquidy, like black liquid pools into my eyes until it's all black, and I look at him and I go, what did you find?
3: <laughs>
0: oh, okay, are you trying to intimidate him? Uh, It's more, I'm gonna say yes, but it's like deeper than that. It's like he awoke something in Twilight, if that makes sense.
2: Like, okay. something Twilight's
0: he, tried to kept, keep buried. And, like, okay. maybe, subcon- maybe consciously Twilight's not even aware of it themselves.
1: Uh, he's a little put off by
0: that. Okay, should I roll uh, to
1: Intimidate anyway? Just to... Are, are you trying to accomplish something? Are you no, to, no, it, no. Like...
0: It's, it's literally just a response. Like, that's just what, what happened.
1: Yeah, he's a little startled. He already didn't trust you, so that's not a point in your favor. Yeah. Verd um, also looks very he, startled. Does he respond to my question? Uh, he says, "When I came to Bolterdash, I was I was imprisoned here for pickpocketing a devil unknowingly. So I can sympathize with what you're going through." And he's like, kind of like eyeing you to see how you respond to that. Now that you're being kind of creepy
2: this holiday season, be sure to check out another new episode of everyone's favorite space opera, Star Wars Episode 40, Jar Jar's Retribution. I personally am very excited for this film to answer all of the important questions we've been asking for centuries. Like, will Lord Binks finally rule the multiverse? I mean, come on. Now, dear viewers, this, of course, is another reboot, but I have a feeling that this film will perfectly capture the nuance that Lord Bink requires and his ability to handle politics. Why, I remember when...
0: Twilight is breathing, like, haggardly, almost. Like, like they're about to lose control, and Twilight's like, And then the the black starts pooling back, and you see the specks of gold from Twilight's, Twilight's natural eye color coming back. And Twilight takes a deep breath and goes, and and uh, they open their eyes and they look and they're blinking and they look around at at everyone and go, What? Why is everyone looking at me?
4: Oh no 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 reason.
0: Okay. Um, Torren just so did- eyes
3: him more warily now
0: and i I look at uh
1: Phil, and I'm like, "So did I pass? He puts the lantern down and looks at you very sternly and then he he walks over and puts a a hand on your shoulder. He says, "Look, you seem kind of young i When I came here, I was distraught, and I've been here for for a couple years now. So I want you to know that this place, if you choose it to be, can be a sort of purgatory. I'm trying to set myself straight. I haven't stolen anything since I arrived here. There are... the choices you make can change who you are. And uh, he looks almost kind of teary-eyed. And then he, he steps back into his guard post, and Wait, he says, "You can enter."
0: Before he steps back, I give him a hug because I see him tear. Uh, I see him becoming teary-eyed, and so make lie. an
1: attack roll. No I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> grapple check,
1: then I kill him. <laughs> oh man, a lethal hug! Yeah, no, he uh, he lets you in. Okay, yeah, he, he hugs you back a little bit. Awesome. He said, like, "Good luck." Remember, Mayor Bucket, if you really are here. Uh, to do what you say you're here to do, and the Lantern seems to suggest you are, then he may be able to help you. Swell.
4: To the mayor.
0: Um. Uh, s- a- and uh, I start walking in, and I go, That was a real nice guy. I have no idea what he was talking about with his past, but it seems like he's been through some stuff, right?
4: Uh, yeah. Um, do you, uh, remember anything weird about the the interaction back there?
0: I mean, the light kind of hurt my head a little bit, but that was about it. Did they hurt your guys' heads? No. Oh. Well, maybe it's because I'm a whatever, a demon or whatever, I don't know.
3: Torin just slightly leans down to tap Bert and just give him a head shake of not right now
4: they just nods and they keep on walking uh
1: and you keep on walking then i guess at balderdash you are in balderdash and it has actual architecture there are sheds and hobbles constructed from twigs and mud uh humanoids of all shapes pass each other on the paths in between these sheds uh a few of the notable sheds um one of them appears to actually be a forge uh Another one uh, has no windows and a man standing in front of it keeping guard. Uh, One shed has a sign above it made from carefully interwoven sticks. It seems to have the image of a bottle. Uh, And as you're walking through examining the town, Dabilicus speaks up. This is the last place I saw the white-headed before I got distracted. And she looks at you pointedly when she says distracted. It's around here somewhere, but no one here looks particularly undead. She kind of shrugs, like I don't know.
4: So, how much of an expert are you on the undead?
1: Me myself, oh, not much. I um, I mostly deal with the living and the soon to be dead. You see, undead, uh, not really, not really a devil's persuasion.
4: Well, apparently neither are we. So,
1: <laughs> as you say that, she says, oh, "Give it time." <laughs> Where uh, <clears throat> uh, so? Uh, what were
4: what what, what kind of body was this thing uh, in, or what did, what did it look like at least last time you saw it?
1: Ah, last I saw the white, it had a a slim, uh, female form. Actually, pale skin, almost translucent, gray wispy rasps of hair, and some some armor that looked dirty but not necessarily in disrepair. Um. Uh, had a bow and arrow, had a sword on it. Decent boots. Decent boots, I'd say. Like, new boots. And she just seems to start naming the White's, like, clothing and attire. Skeletal face. The eyes are there, but they're, like, sunken in, you know what I mean? The skin looks looks too thin. Not like yours, where it's all supple, and she, like, floats down to you and, like, gives you, like, a pat on the cheek and it just sort of wavers through. But, you know, very uh, distinguished. Hmm. Um, uh,
3: How does this help us? Well, now you know what it looks like, silly. But can you give us a general area?
1: Um, the last I saw it, it was traveling through that hedge maze. So, it's either found its way out, or found its way in. So,
0: Twilight recognizes the bottle sign as, like, one of the symbols for a saloon or an inn, and, like, got distracted um, and wasn't actually paying attention to the description of the white. And, Didn't even need uh, to roll
3: to know that.
1: Wow. Starts. I mean, that's a that's a good guess. Uh, uh, I guess you're gonna go in there.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Twilight's gonna go towards the bottle, um, the bottle door, because uh, Twilight has uh, an entertainer background, which means that they will always try to find a place to perform, and through performing, can get free food and lodging for
1: them and their party a good thing. Yep. Uh, you open up the door, and you say, uh, you hear a young woman say, Welcome to Selina's! Oh, you're new! And you see that you are in, uh, uh, it seems to be a shop. Uh, there's just sort of a kiosk uh, on the other side of a small room inside the shed, uh, where a, a young-looking female high elf uh, is, is behind the counter with uh bottles and flasks behind her. All of them contain sort of a murky white liquid, even though the bottles are all different shapes and colors and sizes, and that seems to be because they are like just whatever she could find. Who are
2: you? Hi, I'm Twilight, and
0: uh I like to play music. Uh well that's wonderful.
1: I'm Selena, I like to make potions. Wow. Oh. Oh, so this isn't this isn't an inn, is it? Um, oh no, there's no need for an inn in Balderdash. We get so few people. Why is that? Well, either you die in the hedge maze, or a devil kills you, or or I mean, most of the people who come here and they intend to stay, they stay for a while. We don't really get passers-by. by. I mean, that's why I stayed here. It seems safe. There's a plentiful food supply. And I can finally work my craft a little bit. It, it gives me a little hope, you know?
0: Oh, so do you... And I, like, I hold my loot up. And, like, do Do you
1: want me to play
0: something, I guess?
1: Oh, goodness. Yes, please. I I, I hope, you know, I can only trade you in potions for for your time. Yeah, that sounds great.
0: Okay, so I go to the center of the room. And uh, I'm not going to sing this time because that was terrible, uh, but I will roll my performance to give her a show. Yeah, go ahead. Awesome. Ooh, hello. Uh, I got twenty, not
1: natural. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, you, uh, you rip into it, man. You totally nail it. Uh, what are you singing? Uh,
0: I decide to sing her uh, a song, um, a, a song back from uh, my youth about the the potion maker and their their fun potion of delights uh it's it's essentially a song about drugs but i am not aware of that and it sounds just happy and hopeful
1: well selena is totally into it uh she after she's after you're done she claps her hands she's like that was wonderful twilight thank you oh goodness you're going to be an excellent addition to balderdash it's so nice to have someone who plays music for a change
0: i like to bring joy to the world and uh i would well, like to see what kind of potions she'll give me
1: yeah she she reaches up you did such a good job like she 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 grabs a potion with one hand looks at it turns around and grabs a second Ooh. um and she she puts them on the table she's like thank you so much Oh, goodness, I haven't heard music in at least a year.
2: Happy to do it. Uh, What's this?
1: And I look at the potions. Uh, these are for you, as a, as a thank you from me. I've figured out a way to use what I know with my alchemy to uh, increase the positive effects and reduce the negative effects of our, our food supply. So as you can see, the only thing to eat in Balderdash are the berries. So I have constructed a way very carefully to to maximize the restorative potential of the berries while delaying the inevitable. So she has passed you, uh... Essentially, potions of healing, but with a drawback. Uh, they are, uh... They will restore 2d4 hit points each. But at some point, uh... In the next six hours, it will give you diarrhea.
3: Okay. <laughs> so you'll heal for a good amount of points, but you will shit yourself.
0: Hey, free potion's a free potion. I'll take it.
3: Yeah, also looking at the potions
1: um, on the shelf, they all have the same color to them. So I think, or, yeah, you Intuit, this is the only potion she can make So here. it's the potion of Ex-Lex. Uh, Yeah, but a restorative x-lax
3: Because it's a medicine.
0: It's it's a potion for if you have constipation.
3: I'd say a good dump could be restorative.
4: (laughs) It's certainly freeing and fulfilling.
2: (laughs) Okay. I mean,
3: you've got the slaps of healing from your paladin, but no, go ahead, crap your pants.
1: I
0: didn't say I was going to take it now. I didn't... I, I, just, I could
1: just touch you, but if you want to go poop, go poop. I
0: didn't come in here like, I'm going to totally get this potion that'll make me shit myself. That's not my... I didn't know that was a thing.
1: Well, no, The really,
4: the unfortunate part is that the only one who knows what the potion does is Twilight. Because we're still outside and the party split.
0: Oh! That's canon. Oh, 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 That's canon. That That's canon now. <laughs> uh, That's canon. Okay, and I, I sit there and i start seriously considering whether or not i should loan it to my friends you want to betray the uh, man
3: who can melt your
0: face no it's not betrayal here's the thing twilight's motivations are different i want to be helpful but i also know that there are negative aspects mm-hmm. and like so i'm like sitting there like oh this would be really helpful to my friends but i don't want to make them poof themselves and then i seriously start considering like not telling them about that because i wouldn't want them to like feel embarrassed
4: <laughs> here here's healing potions <laughs> Oh, you feeling weird? Uh, let me get some leaves for you.
2: Good
1: luck finding leaves here.
4: It's just twigs. It's it's all there is.
1: I I think this is these bushes. The first time you've seen leaves in this environment, besides the ones the goblins are trying to grow.
0: All right. Well, that was my. Uh, I'm I'm done with Selena. I'm just having a a jolly old time, and I I I agree to kind of work out something where I can come and play for her once a day, uh, just to like nurture our friendship because i i I think she's pretty neat
1: cool uh so i guess that takes us back to Torin and vert who are hanging out in sort of the courtyard of this this
3: shanty town know what i've realized vert Mm. we have no idea where the mayor lives
4: well uh is there anybody standing outside
1: did someone say the mayor and uh, you you follow that voice to a a wrinkly old man with a long, long beard and a hunched back. And uh, he doesn't seem to be wearing any pants, but he does seem to have a bucket uh, strapped to his butt. He says, I'm a Bucket. Welcome to Balderdash. And he extends a, a shaky hand, and uh, you notice he smells horrible.
3: I just put a fist to my chest, slightly nod my head, and that's it. Um... Good call.
4: Vert kind of waves at him, and then bows.
1: <laughs> he will. He will indignantly return his hand.
3: <laughs> now tell us where the undead is. Uh, what? There's an undead in Balderdash? Well, we, according there, to the devil, yes. We're pretty sure there is.
1: Oh, goodness! Not here! You've almost scared the shit out of me. And then he gives like a waka waka. <laughs> Huh. And he slaps his—he slaps his butt
3: bucket. You get it? Do you get it?
2: That's clever.
3: Ah, thank you. So, what's this now about an undead? We're hunting a white An undead. That's all we know.
1: Hmm. Well, there's no undead here. Not a lot of people in Baldadash. I'd have known about it right away.
4: Um, have you had any uh, new folks other than us pop through here?
1: Oh, no, 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 folks. Lots of new problems, though. Mm,
3: really? How about a yeah. pale female?
1: Ooh, I do love me one of those. Well, Selina's over in the potion shop. But, I mean, she's not dead.
3: Right? How would you know?
1: I'm... Hmm. And now you seem to have confused her. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think upon hearing that there is a pale female knowing nothing else about this potion shop, Torrin kind of just opens his eyes and starts charging for the potion shop because Twilight's in there. Like, <laughs> oh, God
1: damn it! It's been too quiet! And you charge into the potion shop and uh, Selina yelps and hides under the, t- the, the desk.
3: I draw my sword and point it at her. Be you undead!
1: No! And I, I, I'm like, I was
0: mid-strum <clears throat> for another song for Selina. And I go,
2: Hey, guys! Uh, what's up?
3: I've already called upon my divine sense once today. Crap.
0: And I I, uh, I look at Selina and I go, hey, no, it's alright. He gets like this sometimes. And I, I reach a hand out to help her up.
1: Uh, thank you? What? Who's your friend? Uh, that's torn Gesh. And that's Vert Vatican,
0: And that's my best buddy, Dabilika. And this is Derek. And I hold Derek up
1: and I go, he's gonna be the vocals one day. Right, Derek? I'm I'm sorry. Who? Um, I I hold
0: my helmet up. Up, uh, Derek, the talking helmet dude. No, no, the other one. Uh, there's there's four of you. Yeah, there's me, and Torin, and Vert, and Derek, and my best buddy Dabilica. And I point
1: right. Where's Dabilica floating? Okay, right. That's five. Yes. I see. I see. A dragonborn, a gnome, uh-huh, uh-huh. a tiefling, uh-huh. and a helmet. Yeah. Oh, wait. What? Yeah.
0: And uh, I slowly turn my head to the billica and I look at her.
1: And she says, I'm only here for you, darlings. And she gives you like a little pat on the on the head. And
0: I uh Twilight's a little mind-blown. Uh, they don't have anything more to say.
1: <laughs> she gives you a very wide grin.
3: Torn just shrugs, not caring.
4: <laughs> so we've been dealing with this uh, sort of apparition thing. Uh, it's cool. We'll take care of it. Oh,
1: oh all right. Uh, that's kind of weird. Which part? You, you say you have a, you have an apparition haunting you? I don't have any potions for ghosts. I only make potions out of the berries that make you poo. Hmm. You don't have any (laughs) goshens?
0: Jesus, what? They're not all going to be winners, guys,
1: okay? (laughs) (laughs) The the only other person in town I've heard of who is supposedly being followed by some mysterious force is, is the guard in the arsenal. So, maybe you guys want to go talk to him about your friend, Dibilica. and She seems a little creeped out by you guys. Like, you guys are acting weird.
4: In our defense, we are.
3: So I sheathed my <laughs> sword back into the shield. Sort of shrug, and where is your armory? Uh, across
1: town. You'll see the guard standing outside. His name is Flood. You'll you'll know him when you see him. He's the only other guard in town besides Phil, who you met, and he apparently vouched for you, so I guess you guys are cool. Except you talk into apparitions.
4: Well, one of us does.
1: Mayor Bucket's like, ha, ha ha Okay, let's go talk to Flood. Follow me And he kinda like gives like a hop and a skip.
4: Which has to be hard with a bucket. And he's like,
1: wait, how long has
3: Mayor Shitbucket been here?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, how would you stop the man?
0: And, and Twilight, who had never met Mayor Shitbucket before, just goes, like, snaps out of his, like, mind, uh, snaps out of their mind blownness, and goes, wait,
1: what?
4: <laughs> oh, dear.
1: You follow Mayor Shitbucket uh, across town to a shed with a with a man standing outside of it. He's got a decent sword, decent set of armor. Um, Mayor Bucket says, "Hello, Flood. How are things?" Says, "Uh, good. Thanks." He's got a uh, maybe like like slick backed dark hair. Uh, he's got like a shiny breastplate, like like he took time to actually polish it somehow. Uh, he's he's standing in front of this shed that actually has you can see a lock on it, and it looks fairly sturdy compared to the other sheds. And what race is he? Mayor Buck, he's a human.
0: And Mayor Bucket's
1: also a human. Seems to be okay. <laughs> see, that's fair. Uh, he's kind of like withered, like he might be a half elf. Uh, at this point, but it's hard to tell. Okay, like he's either an old human or a really old half elf. Okay, fair enough. Um. Bucket says, Well, Phil checked you guys out, so if you're really here to help us find this, this white creature, uh you're welcome to something in the armory here. We don't have much though. You should know it's all it's all a little cursed, but but it's what we have. And uh Mayor Bucket reaches into his bucket, and you can hear uh-huh. liquid moving around as he, uh-huh. as he fishes out he fishes uh-huh. out a key. Oh
0: no. Oh
1: no why I... Move aside? Oh no. Oh, no, 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 no. And he uh, he unlocks the door and he slaps the key back in. That is a highly
4: effective hiding space.
1: Right? Mm. And he looks at Flood and he's like, open the door! And Flood's like, alright, Jesus. And he opens the door. Uh, and inside is almost nothing. Uh, no swords, no armor. Uh, there's a few dusty boxes with... um. Like some things in it, you already have, like like a left boot, but not a right boot. It's a little dusty in here. Uh, the things that stand out are uh, there are four things that stand out. There is a uh, what appears to be a very complicated set of glasses or goggles. There is a a canister of something. The canister seems to be shaped like a nose with like a like a plug top. Uh, there's a goblet. That is uh, a little shiny. It looks like it's made of pure silver, uh, and there is a a ring with uh, a very oblong shape stuck to the top of uh, of the ring. Hmm. He says, "You can each take one thing, and then uh, leave the rest, so that we can use it to defend ourselves against the devils." Uh so how do you all want to
0: decide what to do?
3: We shall inspect. Well, you just you just reach in
0: there and you grab it. Can can we can can you tell us what they do?
1: Oh, I, I think I can a little bit here. Uh, he he sloshes into the uh into the shed. He goes uh this here picks up the ring. This here ring of the mule they call it. Let you let you kick someone like a mule, but from far away. And he puts it down. He uh he goes to the the complicated set of glasses. He says these here goggles. Helps you see things that are really small and look at things really up close. I have to use these when I read. I used to. Then we burned our last book for warmth. And he puts it down and he moves on. Uh, He picks up the nose. He says, this here makes you cough and sneeze. It's a funny cough and sneeze dust. And he he puts it down. He's like, but look out. It's real easy to get it in your own mouth and nose and other places. And he goes to the goblet. He says, this here is a cup. You can drink liquids out of it. He puts it down. Uh, and he says, and that's how they work.
0: Um, I would like to roll detect magic. Oh, I would like to cast detect magic to see what kind of magic I can discern from all of these
1: objects. Totally. Um, okay, uh, you get three hits from your detect magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, four hits, uh, actually. Okay. You know what? Uh, roll your perception for that fourth hit. Oh thank God. 14. No, 15. 15. Okay. Yeah. 15. Three hits. You get a little bit of like a little bit of a fourth hit and that's like debilica, like standing behind you. Yeah. Uh but it seems it's like really muffled. Anyway, so you get uh magic coming from the glasses. They have a whole bunch of different like lenses to them. that look like they flip in and out and back and forth. Mhm. And it's got a little like a little light uh, coming off one side of it, uh, and there's definitely like magic coming off of each indiv- individual lens.
0: Yeah, I I learned school of magic. So what kind of mm-hmm. magic is coming off the?
1: Okay, so from the goggles, you get divination magic, but it's like a weak divination magic, uh, and uh, so something that'll help you like learn something, discover something, find something uh and then you also get a little bit of there's a little bit of feedback um coming off of the three items uh as well and i'll explain what that feedback is in a second okay uh the next item is uh the cask that's shaped like a nose mm-hmm. uh, you're getting a little bit of uh a little bit of necromancy magic coming off of that very weakly uh so not you know not an especially powerful form of necromancy but maybe some kind of uh some kind of diseases in there okay um The goblet's not giving you anything. Uh, It just seems to be made of silver. Um, Just a silver goblet. Uh, And then the ring is putting off evocation. So evocation is uh, force and the elements. So hitting things, blasting things. And dear god, that thing is still terrifying. Um, And you're also getting a little feedback from that. And that feedback seems to be a curse of some kind.
0: Am I getting uh,
1: from from all three of these magic items?
0: Am I getting the curse from the cup as well?
1: Nope. Uh, cup seems totally mundane.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Um, I would like to pick up all four items and take it up and out. Uh, and uh, call my colleagues to me. Um.
1: What do you mean up and
0: out? Like I'm gonna pick up all four items in my hands because they seem to be small. Um, I'm gonna pick them up in my hands and call my friends to me so they're blocking the door. And say, Hey everyone, uh, check this out. And I give the ring to uh Torin and I describe to Torin what it does. I give the goggles to Vert and describe to Vert what it does. Hmm. Um and then I, I take the nose. And I would like to use my sleight of hand to pocket the goblet without them noticing.
1: Um. Okay, you can do that with advantage because you're blocking their line of sight. Sweet.
0: Okay, the first one. I mean, like,
1: you. So you're 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 stealing just a totally normal cup.
0: I I feel like it might not be a totally normal cup, like I have my suspicion. From these,
1: from these nice people who who are giving you these things for free, all they ask is that you leave one possession behind Okay,
0: they wouldn't have this normal cup in there, and if the cup ends up being cooler than the nose thing, then I'll trade in for it. But I don't know what the cup does, but there's a reason why it's in a frickin' armory, and Twilight is trying to help as much as possible and will only be able to do that with the best objects. So, yes, I'm temporarily borrowing this cup.
1: Okay. Roll sleight of hand. Okay.
0: Uh, the first roll is a twenty-one, and uh, we're gonna stick with the first that, roll because the second roll was not. Yeah, there.
1: that's that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, you you pocket
0: the uh, the goblet. Okay.
1: Um, and th-
0: this nose—is it, it like a satchel? Is it is it like? Do I wear it's it? It's like it's like a gourd. Okay, that makes more sense. Like it's hollowed out with something inside of it. Is it like a horn, like one of those drinking horns?
1: No, it's like a it's like a gourd. Um, okay, um, which is why I said gourd. Uh, just
0: kidding. I get what you're. I forgot what a gourd looked like. <laughs>
1: no, no, it's like a uh, it's it's a hollow, solid container. Okay, um, and it's got like a stopper on it, Cool. and there's there's something like rattling around inside of it. Um cool, cool. cool, cool. And when you open it, it, it looks like it's uh, some kind of red sand. All right, a very fine red sand. And uh, um, I
0: tie that uh, on the. <laughs> on on my hip uh, opposite the side of Derek. Uh,
1: okay, tight. So, uh, the mayor's kind of, it looks like he's been distracted in his old age while you were stealing from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's just kind of wandered off a little, like a few steps. As you're leaving, uh, Flood is chuckling at you. He's like, I can't believe you guys stole the mayor's backup bucket. <laughs> Leave it in there because of the smell. Um...
0: I look at Flood and I go, wait, this is literally, is that all that is?
1: I mean, you probably didn't notice because the mayor was standing so close to you, but yeah, absolutely. That's what it's for. (laughs)
0: Um, And Twilight uh, takes out the backup bucket, looks at it and goes and just puts it down like on the inside of the door and then like slightly scoots it with its foot, uh, with their foot and looks at Flood and goes, do you have somewhere I can wash my hands? No, I'm sorry. Okay, and instead, I just cast press the digitation to clean my hands. Cause no, I'm not. I, I press the digitate the my whole body like I need a long shower. Twilight <laughs> the bard of poo hands.
1: And let's leave it right there. Twilight the bard of poo hands. All right. And that's just that's what we remember now.
3: Crossed yep. arms, chuckling. Poop pocket.
1: I want. I guess. What did What did you
0: think? Um, I thought it was good. I'm curious about this town that
1: we're hanging out in. Yeah, uh, I I honestly, I had more planned, but I kind of rushed you through it a little bit so we can get to more of the meat of this thing.
0: That's okay. Honestly, like, from what I've understood reading, like, you can decide how to play it. And I feel like I like interacting with people. and We spent a lot of time not interacting with other beings like just traveling in darkness so it's kind of nice being
1: in like a a place Yep, that was the idea is finally getting you to a place but i need you to get a feel for like how big the Mm -hmm. world is. yeah everything lasts longer than i expect it to and i need to start planning for that
0: yeah but that's why we we put aside a little bit more energy to do this and why we don't do it that often um but like it's it's been good it's been nice being able to do this um, hey uh i how's the suit coming along kev
4: um, you know uh it uh, hit some snags sort of <clears throat> took a break from it um trying to Choke get some more 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 pieces together for the compressor so I can actually tell how much air is in the the thing.
3: Are you even yeah. taking this seriously? But, man,
1: Kevin, dude, give him a break, man. This stuff's hard to do like you can't just whip out like a safety suit
4: i mean it's it's something that i I have been trying to do here and there, but now now I have actual need a a a pressing need to get the thing together and
1: yeah, plus like Kevin's capable. Manny, I don't know if you know this, Kevin is the one who got us up and running in the first place. We were only able to find you because Kevin's system's locked onto your frequency. It was kind of accidental, but, like, Kevin's got it. Just give him a chance.
3: If you ventured out more, maybe he'd find enough junk like I did. He's surrounded by radiation. What do you expect him to do? And I'm surrounded by monsters. Radiation doesn't beat you. And you have two
0: monsters that you personally and very specifically trained to do things. How do you... You can't fight radiation without a suit.
1: Right. Plus, Kevin's in the closed quarters. He has monsters to deal with, too. They're just mechanical and human. Mm -hmm. Hey, stay safe out there, man. No, seriously,
0: dude. Like, do you need to talk about what happened to you?
4: I mean... I'm still trying to really come to grips with everything myself i just
0: no i'm sorry kevin like you and i we can talk why well, i meant manny like mm-hmm. do you need to talk you got all that anger in there man
3: <sighs> all you want to do is talk not enough action
0: and what do you what do you suggest we do Hop on your- hop on your dogs and, like, storm a building full of all of the security in the world and their own dogs?
3: Don't need to storm a building if you blow it up. Okay, do you know how to make a bomb? Do you have stuff to make a bomb? You'd be surprised what you can find when nobody else wants to live in an area. <sighs> Manny, you have bombs right now? I mean, I have the ingredients. Didn't you work in a zoo? How the hell do you know how to make a bomb? Uh, <laughs> I was an engineer out the side had to get out and fix the crap they were too rich to fix themselves like like what eh plug a few things here and there get a leaky pipe here and there maybe use a torch and seal shut an area they say oh hey nobody can go in there wait
0: who are you an engineer for
3: This line of questioning might get too close. Okay. Let's just say we all know who they are. Uh Oh. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, I get that.
1: Okay.
0: Look, I just... We don't know each other really well. And God knows I have things that you guys don't know about either, but if you need to talk... I mean, I know I've needed to talk. Uh, you guys have been out here longer than I have, and I'm—I'm not gonna lie. This this game has kept me going, um, especially after Mitchie, you, and I split. But if you need to talk, like I'm here to listen. I'm told i i was told I'm pretty okay at it.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. If we if we need to talk, it's we'll, a good idea.
2: Here. listeners, I have right here a letter from none other than Captain Laurent. It seems that he enjoyed his last <coughs> visit. So I thought I would end today's broadcast by reading this letter aloud. For the first time, for all of you. <clears throat> to Poacher Blatt's current broadcast house. That's me? It has come to my attention that you told some less than reputable stories about my last business meeting with you. Hmm. First, I would like to point out some discrepancies to be cleared up. I did not come to your office for personal reasons, and I did not provide any information regarding Fugitive Yang. I also did not tell you not to tell that information to anyone because doing so would imply that I told you any information in the first place which I did not, please understand that while I appreciate the generous but misplaced affections you have for me that I am a married man, married to my work as Capitan of Poacher Black Corporations and, legally speaking, to my husband, I would ask once again, that you do not reach out and hope that this is the last time I will have to ask you to stop sending packages to my home. My husband has already supplied me with my quota of gifts and I will not place yours on the present prior this holiday season. Good day to you and... Thank you for your broadcast. Once again, we are quite fond of the words you share. Kindly do not broadcast this letter to audiences as it is private. Oh, oh dear. I, I I should have read this prior to. Oh, well, it's probably nothing. But I. believe he would do something like this. I, I mean a letter. A personal letter for me. And he opened up about his home life. Dear listeners, there is so much to do. And so, so little time. So with that, I leave you to the sounds of dancing as I accept Capitan LeRong's offer, his obvious offer, to meet for coffee in true reality. Thank you, and keep living your truth.
0: Hey, JMark again. Thank you so very much for checking out that latest episode. Of course, it is the holiday season right now, but never fear, we are working to make sure we do not miss a single release date for the show, and are pre-recording a few of the episodes. We know for a fact that we have a lot of beautiful and wonderful new listeners out there, so for those of you who are not aware, you can actually become an NPC on the show. Simply tweet... Facebook, and or make an Instagram post about the show and tag us at TFUcast with the hashtag Unplugged Rising, and we could potentially make you an NPC. People like Hezekiah from our first arc, the Druid Bear, or people like Jake the Goblin or King Bossy, who both happen to be named after the same person at Jake 4 on Twitter because he tweeted about the show so much. We want you all to be involved with our show, and if you want to be an NPC, hey, the more people you let know about us, the more the show grows. And I would ask and encourage all of you to please leave an iTunes review. Leaving a review on iTunes really helps out the podcast when they are just starting out to be noticed by other people, and we are even giving away custom-painted minifigures of our playable characters. We've just given away a Twilight figure for our 25 review mark, and Anderson, don't worry, I have that. Uh, it's just been the holiday season, and I will get that out to you soon. Uh, but we will give away a Vert and Torn minifigure at 50 and 75 reviews. But if you have not entered yet and you really wanted that Twilight figure, never fear, because at 100 reviews, we will give away all three of our playable characters as minifigures, plus potentially an extra bonus gift all great opportunities and all things you can find out about on our facebook page tabletop for the end of the world anyway uh, that was extremely lengthy and that's it for me give your loved ones a hug and a kiss with their consent and remember the overseers are always watching